Presented by WeshFinancial.com. This is Wealth Built to Last. Hey everyone, Marlon Wesh here with Wesh Financial, and welcome to another episode of our Wealth Built to Last show, where we share the time-honored principles of growing, preserving, and transferring wealth. The title of today's show is The Myths of Wealth Building, Why Rome Wasn't Built in a Day, and Your Wealth Won't Be Either. The myths of wealth building, why Rome wasn't built in a day and your wealth won't be either. I want to take a moment just to check in with you and see where you're at. Are you a high achieving professional or business owner, entrepreneur? And you're at a point where you want to make sure that you're building wealth that lasts. Do you find yourself pouring over countless books, articles, watching tons of videos with financial gurus claiming that they know the secrets to building wealth. Have you joined a friend's uh, business or worked on a side hustle to create multiple streams of passive income? Are you there yet? Has it worked yet? Do you have it yet? If any of this sounds like you, you're not alone. Here's the fact. Most high-achieving individuals, whether they're professionals that work or entrepreneurs, business owners, most high-achieving individuals They want more from life, and they actively pursue more in everything they do, whether it's a nine-to-five job or in a business venture. Good is not enough. Great is not enough. Excellence and spectacular is what's desired. The problem is that with so many – the problem that's facing so many high achievers – is that so often with their finances, they're just unable to navigate through, frankly, the overwhelming amount of snake oil salesmen that are just lurking in the shadows, waiting for the opportunity to sell you a product or a process that in actuality has zero chance of actually moving you closer to, uh, closer towards your goals. And what's worse, what really grinds my gears, what infuriates me is that through their ventures, through their process of selling things to you, product or process, their secret sauce, that they get to get rich off of your desire to improve yourself to invest in your future, invest in your family's future, your children's children, uh, your children's future, they get to get rich off of that, and you get to be nowhere closer towards your goals. Oh, oh that was quite depressing. 
But no worries, I'm not going to leave you there. Because the truth is that there is hope. And it is rooted in how you approach wealth building. Today on this episode, what I want to do is to shift your mindset about growing, preserving, and transferring wealth. I'm laughing right now because I just heard myself and I feel like, I don't know if any of you guys go to church, but if you go to church, and I mean church, church, you know how the pastor gets up there and says something profound and then just bows his head and said, let us pray. I feel like I should take a, a, a break right now for a moment of reflection. <laughs> but let's move on. You know, most of the conversations that I have, most of my client interactions are with Typically, first-generation um, professionals, uh, first-generation successful professionals and, and business owners and entrepreneurs, and the common theme that comes across in all of those interactions, most of those interactions, is that they reach out to me because they've gotten to a place in their life where they are earning the most money that they have ever made in their lives, and they are afraid that it'll run out and that they'll end up losing everything that they've worked so hard for if they don't do something right now. You know, they've gone to school, uh, if they've gone the corporate route, uh, they've gone four years, six years, seven, eight years, depending on the profession. They've sacrificed daily. They've said no to fun. They've said no to experiences. And now they're reaping the benefits or they're reaping the rewards of their hard work. But they're terrified that none of this is sustainable. They're terrified that if they don't do something right now to put in place some type of strategy, some type of process, method, something to keep this game, to keep this, uh, uh, this, this income engine going, that they'll lose everything. And they'll be worse off and their family will be worse off and they will feel like a failure because they had an opportunity and we're unable to leverage it. Another thing that comes up in our conversations is that so many of these high achieving professionals and business owners, entrepreneurs, they feel trapped between their old way of living, how they may have grown up. Uh, maybe they came from uh, uh, a lower economic, social economic status. And they feel trapped between that way of life, what was their normal then, and their new economic status and their new normal. And they simply have gotten really good at making money, at earning money, but they don't have the knowledge or the tools or the to know how to make smart, calculated financial decisions at each level of their income, at each stage of their career. So unfortunately, what ends up happening is that so many of these people are jumping between, you know, uncoordinated strategy, one strategy to another. And they're never achieving that simplicity. They're never achieving that uh, 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 transparency. And they never achieve complete control over their finances. They end up finding themselves stuck in this never-ending cycle of analysis paralysis and low-level self-education. 
Low-level self-education. What am I talking about? Well, low-level self-education, and you may be familiar with some of this, it sounds like a lot like this. They read tons of books by financial gurus like Dave Ramsey, Robert Kiyosaki, Susie Orman. They spend hours online searching Google for hot stock tips. They're always on the lookout for the next Facebook or Bitcoin opportunity. They might attend tons of seminars and free events, trying to piecemeal together strategy from all this free information that exists. They may make investment decisions based on articles that they've read in financial blogs and magazines. If you turn on their TV, it's most likely always on CNBC or Fox Business News. There's a, uh, a colleague of mine, another wealth advisor, who affectionately calls Fox Business News and CNBC as financial pornography. It, it feels great to look at the, the shows and hear the analysts screaming like, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. But it does nothing for your bottom line. <laughs> they might find themselves buying into expensive products, mutual funds, annuities, insurance, that they honestly have no clue how they actually work, what they're actually paying for it, and what they're actually getting from it. They may sign up for risky and sketchy trading programs that are promising guaranteed money. Another thing that they do is piecemeal financial products and strategies from any financial salesperson who just happens to accost them. Oh, even worse, maybe they turn to a successful family member. So this is someone who may be earning a lot of money. But if you've been following the show and if you've uh, been a true student of wealth building, you realize there's a difference between earning money, making money, and keeping it. A lot of people turn to their family members who have good careers. They may have climbed up the corporate ladder, done whatever, and they're really, really, really good at making money. That is great. But if you can't keep the money, you've, not, you've never actually made it, right? And I want to be very clear. I think I said this in a Wednesday's episode, but I want to be really clear. Financial literacy is not a poor person's problem. Financial literacy is not a poor person's problem. This is not an issue about not having enough money. Anybody with any amounts of money always wants more. It doesn't matter where you're at. You could be making $15,000 a year. You could be making half a million dollars a year. What we know to be true is that whatever your income level, you live to that. Most of us live above that. And we want more. That's just a fact. So regardless of how much money you make, if you spend that much money and more, you've got an issue. This is not a poor person's problem. This is a people problem. So talking to a family member who's earning a good salary but doesn't know 
their front from their bottom about actually building, preserving, and transferring wealth, you're leaving yourself vulnerable. You, you download to track your finances, to invest your Robin Hood, your personal capital, your mint, your acorn. That's not a strategy. That's a tool. Another one is using one-on, one-off consulting interactions to answer your financial questions. I talk to many people every day. You know, we do these free breakthrough, uh, breakthrough calls. Happy to do that. But you'll notice that uh, I notice that a lot of people are just trying to gather information and are unwilling to move forward with a strategy because they think somewhere that if they just gather just enough information, have one more conversation, read one book, wait one more year to actually make an intelligent calculated move to manage their wealth that they eventually will be able to do it by themselves and do it for free. <laughs> one of the things I love doing is showing people how much just waiting one year can cost them. How much just waiting one year of putting it off can cost them in the long run. Another word that I, uh, other phrases that we hear a lot Passive income, multiple streams of income. And listen, I don't have a problem with the idea of passive income and multiple streams of, of, of income. But the thing is, and the problem is that so many people, they have this an idea what they want. I want to rent, I want rental properties. I want this, I want that. And then this will pay me now and that will pay me later. And I'll never have to work a nine to five job again. Passive income, multiple streams of income. But they try to do it all at once, and instead of establishing excellence and efficiency in one area and then moving on to the next, they just suck at all of them at the same time. Isn't it funny that if you are a traditionally educated person, how much time you spend to earn your degrees, how much time you spend to get good at your job, but you think that a side hustle that you learned about in a couple weeks is going to be the thing that's going to free you from your nine to five when you're giving more energy to your nine to five than your side hustle. It doesn't make sense. There's a saying about the Roman Empire. You may have heard of it, but it's Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, Rome wasn't built in a day, and your wealth won't be built in a day either. Building wealth that lasts, building generational wealth is not a get-rich-quick strategy. Building wealth that lasts, building that, gener gen that generational wealth that so, much of, so many of us aspire to is not a get-rich-quick strategy. It's not achieved through a side hustle, and it's certainly not achieved by some Shady online stock trader that claims that they have the secret sauce to beating the market. If they did, if they had the secret sauce, 
And they did it more than a week, more than a month, more than a year, more than three years, but year in and year out over a seven, 10 year period. If they were able to do that, they would be scooped up so quickly by the JP Morgans of the world. And if you think that a company like JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Merrill Lynch, that if they found an individual that was able to do all these things that they claim they can do, that they would not be able to find the funds to make them an offer that they could not refuse. <laughs> You're kidding yourself. Do you want to know the secrets of the affluent? What they're hiding from you? And I'm not talking about Rockefeller uh, 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 affluent. I'm not talking about Vanderbilt affluent. I'm talking about newly rich. Maybe two generations removed. People that got their money from enterprise, what have you. Do you know what the secrets that they're hiding from you? You know what it is? I'm going to let you in on it. The affluent, the wealthy, I'm not talking about trust fund babies. They have an appetite for and they take on enormous amount of calculated risk. They have an appetite for it, and they take on an enormous amount of calculated risk. How do you ask? Well, they take on earned income risk with entrepreneurship. While you may be going into in work, working really hard, being excellent at what you do, they're sacrificing stability. They're sacrificing their relationships. They're sacrificing so much because they believe in themselves and they believe in their product. They believe in their whatever they're, they're doing so much that they are willing to beat themselves up for years, not weeks, not months, but for years to see an They take on investment risks. They aren't scared by losing money in their investment portfolios because they know that that volatility that so many traditional investors are scared of is where money is made. I'm not here to tell you what type of risk to take in your investment portfolio. That's something to do with your comfort level. But here's the deal. The people, the, the reason why the ultra rich, rich, the ultra wealthy are even able to start making these multiple streams of income is because they got really good and profitable with one thing and they were able to use that capital to invest in something else. They weren't doing it all at one time. People ask me all the time, oh, Marlon, how can I invest in some of those top secret squirrel uh, investment opportunities only the rich have access to? Boy, oh boy, I sure wish I could invest in the things an accredited investor has access to. And what they don't understand is that those opportunities are high risk because they're completely unregulated by the Securities Exchange Commission and the potential for loss can be catastrophic. So stop falling prey to these scratch ticket, cross your finger and pray philosophies. Building wealth is not a mystery. It is certainly not a secret, and don't let anyone tell you that it is. Here's the thing. 
building wealth, building lasting wealth feels obscure and mysterious to so many of my clients because the wealth industry for so long only focused on stock market trading. And they only did this for people that had investable assets of a quarter million dollars and more. Talking about money in the bank that they could give to an advisor and say, here, invest this. And then the advisor would take a little off the top. And that's how they got paid. So they were only focused on that. And they completely disregarded investors who had healthy income, but just needed a strategy to leverage that income to build a nest egg that will last for themselves and their family. And what's worse is that not only did they disregard those types of, uh, uh, of, of investors, but they also disregarded the need to not only grow wealth, but the need to preserve and ultimately transfer the wealth that they built, either to loved ones or charitable causes. Most of you, you earn healthy incomes. You may even save regularly. But if you don't manage your finances in a holistic way, what you're doing is you're leaving yourself dangerously exposed to what I call the force, four horsemen of the financial apocalypse. And these horsemen rob you of what you've worked so hard to build. Fortunately, the clients that we work with, they're, you know, they discover a simple step-by-step -step system that isn't fancy, that isn't a secret sauce, it's not guaranteed income, it's not any of that craziness that you see out there. But this system helps them leverage their current income to fund their goals across a life cycle of financial needs. The outcome? Well, they get to build wealth that lasts. They've built wealth that lasts. If that's what you want, I want to invite you to reach out to me and schedule your free breakthrough call at myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk, where we'll take 45 minutes to an hour to walk you through what your goals are. Walk through what you feel is keeping you from achieving those goals and help you bridge the gap to put together a strategy to grow, preserve, and transfer your wealth if that's part of your legacy plan. That's what we do for all, for all of our people, and I know we can do that for you too. So if that's what you want, schedule your free breakthrough call, myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk, and we'll have an hour-long conversation that will be the best conversation you've ever had talking about money. Well, that's our show for today. I'm Marlon with West Financial. Until next time, keep living the life that you want to live and live it on your own terms. Bye for now. If you're enjoying our show, follow West Financial on our social channels and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And as always, our breakthrough sessions are completely free. So schedule yours today at myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk.